Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Hi, this is Bill Ratner. I'm the voice of Flint on G.I. Joe, and this is Knowing is Half the Podcast, which is actually an appropriation of the original saying, Knowing is Half the Battle, which was used in a number of public service announcements that have now been burlesqued on YouTube by a number of individuals, and I don't think there's a copyright issue at all. Have a good day. He never gives up, he'll stay till the fight's won, G.I. Joe will dare, G.I. Joe Everybody and welcome back to another installment of your favorite G.I. Joe themed recap podcast starring Robert Chan, Gina Ippolito, and I am merely Ray Stacanis. I just want to make clear, this is the Knowing You Has Half Your Podcast podcast. Knowing the one half your podcast. <laughs> where we talk about the episode and not the Know Your Joe <sighs> Knowing Us Half the Podcast, the one where we talk about the episode that we talked about. Yes, you were very confused about that last episode with the Know Your Joe. Yeah, I just want to make sure that that's we are talking that's about. Happening. I just want to make sure that I'm pretty sure you guys are both drunk. I, it might be true. I it's mean, hot in here. This is a uh, uh, this is a this is one of the uh, uh, presidential debate nights. So, uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, well, vice presidential debate. Yeah, whatever. We're gonna mm-hmm. pull back the curtain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. There's a vice president. <laughs> We're talking about an episode called Computer Complications, yeah. which the mainframe Zorana romance episode, which I didn't realize at the time is sprinkled with so much blatant misogyny. Also, <laughs> it also, hurt. it upset me. I, I like the double entendre of computer complications. Mm. It's uh. like technical complications, but emotional complications. I, I'm so dumb. I didn't even recognize it until you mentioned it yeah. right now. Writer David Schwartz is on top of that. Boom, boom. Yeah. So we, we open with water. Shipwreck is fishing. We find out they're on like a, an oil platform. There's some missing space probes, and there's a little bit of antimatter from space. <laughs> yep. Teeny tiny bit of antimatter that they collected from space. Collected from yeah. space using a satellite, which crashed deep in the ocean. Mm-hmm. So they're like fishing for satellites. Isn't this the plot of... Uh... The st- the new- the newer star one of the newer Star Trek movies. Oh my goodness, uh, it feels right. Benedict Cumberbatch was there. He had a. It was a the satellite. one before him. It was the one before oh, him. The first Star Trek movie. Yeah, the one with the chains, and they tried to dig a hole in the core of the Earth. I'm pretty sure that antimatter is how how uh, they were able to like there was the, the oh, time travel. Thing. Do they put? I thought they like that's how they blow up planets. Is they put antimatter? Yeah, in the core something, or something like that. So, Chan, maybe you can help us out as the resident <laughs> science jerk. Sure. What exactly is antimatter? 
Well, antimatter is is sort of what it says. It is the opposite of matter. There's an electron That's and there's a positron. And if the two come into contact, essentially they uh, vaporize each other, releasing a tremendous amount of energy. Oh, man. Um, it's also- there, we have no way of collecting pieces of it. Uh, only theoretically you could use some sort of like magnetic uh, um, field to, to keep it all in one place, but then you'd have to generate it. And we, I think we have some capability of doing that, but only on like a, an electron at a time or like maybe an atom at a time. But it is very slow going, and uh, it would be very difficult, um, even though many – uh, uh, spaceships, the theoretical spaceships and whatnot, use antimatter as their fuel. I think it's better that we don't have it because every movie I've ever seen that messes with antimatter, something terrible happens. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a and it's, here, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's, it would be real, really dangerous if it exists in the real world. Uh, you don't collect it out in the middle of fucking space because that's the whole point. I would anytime. It comes in contact with real matter. It would uh, destroy itself. It would annihilate itself completely. So, I'd collect it wherever I want, yo. You can't can't hold you down with the rules. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of I science. ain't bound by the rules of <laughs> physics. So <laughs> we can, we could just replace the word antimatter with basically like magic moon rock. Absolutely, one hundred percent. People want the antimatter because a small amount of it could power all of Cobra for like two months or something. All of like California that. for a month is what they said. There you go. I think Serpentor mm-hmm. had a line later too saying like how much Cobra stuff we could have. Well, <laughs> Cobra's there to also get the rock because you can't have a picnic without some ants. I don't like how. I I mean, they touch on it, but like Cobra's just listening to everything they're doing and watching them. And this is a this is a Joe ship. This doesn't really do much to bolster my confidence in our government's security. Oh, there's no security. After Serpentor just walked in and took Washington. I feel like Cobra is hacking my emails right now. Mm. Oh, crap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Julian Assange has his fingers all up in your <laughs> junk. Julian Assange like goes, he goes over to his closet and there's a Crimson Guardsman outfit. He I just would puts not on. be surprised. That mm-hmm. dude hates women. Uh, that's been known. Uh, the Cobra subs. Did you catch the names of the Cobra subs? Oh, of I course that I did. Fantastic. I didn't. I didn't. Were they named after Subway footlong sandwiches? I wish. <laughs> Anger, revenge, and dagger. Oh, that I, dagger doesn't seem to fit in there. It does not fit the theme, but it is good enough. I really, now that you say it, it's like Black Forest Ham, Tuna, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Veggie Delight, <laughs> yeah, uh, Chipotle Chicken, yeah. Attack! I would be terrified. Yeah, I love those names for ships. Anger, yep. Revenge. I marked that off because I was like, that <laughs> is, that is a, that's very on the nose, <laughs> which would, in ordinary circumstances, just be over the top. But uh-huh. for Cobra, I'm like, yes, but absolutely. Is it the one th- vehicle Cobra has that wasn't like named after a, a snake of some kind? Yeah. Uh, I mean, no, these are, this is like, like you, you've got a, a destroyer, but it's called the SS Cunningham, right. or something like that. So this is, you know, this is a Cobra sub, but it's the, uh, um, but like the, they're, they're not the SS anger, the s- anger. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's strong, right uh, there. I believe the uh, the helicarrier they have at the end there is uh, the um, the I hate my mother. Oh no, <laughs> that's, the, that's the name. It's of it. Sad. It's the, I hate my mother. Yeah, it's called I anger figure, issues. I feel like all the Cobras hate their mother. Yeah. Um, that's the one so, Julian Assange is on, too. <laughs> uh, well, there's an amazing thing that happens where Cobra attacks. They attack the, the aircraft carrier or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Wetsuit shoots the cannon at the uh, the oncoming Cobra vessel. 
the missiles bounce off of it, doing literally no damage at all. Then he immediately stands up and says, <laughs> and then immediately gets blown out of his cockpit. And like, wetsuit, apparently the, the level of uh, success you need to celebrate with wetsuit is extremely low. Well, here's the thing. I mean, uh, he is celebrating his own success. He correctly targeted, aimed, uh, and the missile hit exactly where it was supposed to. That's true. And it was the missile's failure. So it's like, you know, when you're... uh when you're going out there doing auditions, just hitting the streets in in Hollywood, <laughs> yeah. just trying to make it as an actor, you can only do the best that you can do. And if mm-hmm. the casting director decides to go another direction, like say there's an Asian character and they decide to cast him with a white person because and you're the welcome. white person is a better uh, you know uh, <laughs> right here recognition or whatever, then you know what you've only done the best that you yourself can do, and you can't you can't hold that grudge. Otherwise, it will tear you up inside, and eventually you'll give up on acting. <laughs> And end up doing a podcast in Van Nuys. <laughs> Jan and I go out for a lot of the same roles. I always audition for I always audition for Asian male roles. Well, didn't you say you're playing Hillary Clinton in a show coming up? So you have <laughs> nothing to complain our, about. Stop stealing our women's roles, Jan. Touche. <laughs> Touche. I, I would just say uh, I've, I've watched a lot of football. And never once have I seen the quarterback drop back throw a perfect pass to his receiver, have it bounce off his chest incomplete, and have the quarterback go, Yahoo! I would. If I if I was... If, you if would? my flag football game had not gotten canceled tonight and I had thrown the ball to someone successfully and they messed up, I would, su- I would celebrate. The only reason the quarterback isn't doing that is because there are rules against unsportsmanlike conduct. And if you were to do that... You know, they would, uh, there would, there would be an uproar. Mm-hmm. There would be an uproar. Okay, yeah, and there would enough. be a flag thrown. Well, Cobra has to retreat immediately. So uh, uh, we find out that there's these robot subs, and they look like little like like squids. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? They have like little tendrils. They got like and, one arm out the front, and they're ostensibly uh, like uh, rescue uh, uh, rescue ships are sending town to pick up the thing. Yep. But wetsuit in the moment immediately with a couple clicks of a button reprograms them completely sure. to destroy the cobra ships he took yeah. a class in basic he knows like <laughs> basic. 10 go, go to, to 10. bottom of ocean this 20 a, pick up this was a scene that Seth was cut one. from titanic okay when they have their robots on the bottom mm-hmm. it makes sense yeah i don't remember that scene. also again i love that in the 80s remote technology makes everything a thousand times more lethal like oh my god they're operated by remote. Dun, dun, dun. We can't <laughs> defeat this technology. It's too strong. Well, the amazing thing is, if I'm to take this show at face value. As well, you should. Wetsuit reprogrammed to blow up the Cobra ships, mm-hmm. which rewrote the programming, so now they don't know how to make it search for the satellite anymore. Mm-hmm. So now they yeah. just have Cobra attacking subs, yep. they and the, they can't get the satellite anymore. They got the on switch part right. They don't have the off switch part. Here's the thing. You don't send Sweatsuit to do mainframe's job. That's correct. Uh, Sweatsuit is not a computer programmer. And bully for him for, you know, in the, on the fly, managing to repel Cobra forces by doing so. But he's caused all sorts of other problems. It's sort of like when, when somebody else is brought in on your project and then they just butcher it. So you have yeah. to spend like a week just fixing the one day yep. that they worked on your script. Exactly. God, Ray, I have to be here on the podcast because you guys needed a woman, okay? <laughs> Stop it with all these passive aggressive digs at me coming in on your project. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> yeah, God damn it. I hate that the suits made us put you on this show. <laughs> Yeah, and, and the reason they gave us, of- the reason they gave me for putting Gene on the show, we want someone funny, uh, <laughs> disgusting, <laughs> the pandering we do on this show. <laughs> 
So pushing forward, Cobra Commander, he wants to control these subs. He recognizes these subs Mm -hmm. are the center of the universe. And Zartan's like, well, I could do it. And then Xandar appears in the conversation hiding behind a pile of coats. Yeah. (laughs) I I like to imagine he's been there for like six months. I believe it. (laughs) And he was just like, at some point, someone is going to say something relevant to me. Relevant (laughs) to this guy. And he's just been doing a crossword puzzle for like the last six months. And finally... This is going to be so dramatic. They're going <laughs> to shit their pants when I come out. <laughs> Only I can do it. What the fuck are you doing in the corner? <laughs> Hiding in a coat rack. Get the hell why, out of here. Why do you smell like you haven't showered in six months, man? And we could see you the whole time. You weren't even doing, we just didn't want to say anything because it was weird. <laughs> I imagine he's missed several other opportunities. Like He was like, oh, well, now I waited too long and it's weird, but that would have been a good moment for me to come out. This is, yeah, we just watched Four Weddings and a Funeral last weekend. They got that scene where <laughs> he tries to sneak out and he accidentally ends up in the uh, the bathroom instead of uh, getting out the door. And then, and then it just gets to the point where, you know, you... You can't. You can't just. You can't sneak out because it's been way too long, and the people were having sex in the room, and uh, so we just like, boop, gotta go. At some point, you just gotta. You just gotta cut bait. You just gotta say, sorry, I was here the entire time watching you have sex. It's very awkward and uncomfortable, and I'm sorry. I wish it hadn't happened, but it did. Mm-hmm. I'm owning it. Mm-hmm. Let's all move forward with our lives. Mm-hmm. I'm taking responsibility for this, and now I'm going to leave with $40 million in uh, severance. Why is Zarana's accent different than both of her brother's accents? Well, I didn't even notice that. What do you mean? They're all sort of, you know, I mean, New Zealand, Australian, There's, there's Australian, and then there's no. a, a, uh, Australian female. She's totally different. Zartan has totally a pretty non-accented voice, I feel like. He definitely, well, he's from space. I'm still convinced. <laughs> uh, yes. And then she comes in and she's like this. Cool. Me, hey, how about giving me a shot at them Joes? I think it's just because she's been watching too much Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then do you have a, do you have a Zartan sound Because he does not have an accent. You failed so quickly. It's mildly British. You, it, it, you know what? Okay. It's me doing that, doing a fancy accent during the yes. improv scene. Failed That's so what quickly. it is. With okay. an echo. You failed yeah. so quickly. And here, here's Xandar. Only, only temporarily. I'll try again tomorrow. No accent. No, that is mildly Native American in some way. Well, no, that's just... <laughs> That's the weird. Yeah, that's that's eighties Native American. Yeah, that's what what you associate with Native American. But no, it's like a (laughs) in. I think that is uh, unusual for uh, for him. Normally, he does not sound like an old British man (laughs) in a drawing room. well, to be fair, though, it could also be like where they've spent a majority of their time. We haven't seen Xandar and Zorana, so it's possible Xandar's been hiding in a in a coat room in a, <laughs> in a British hotel yeah, yeah. for the last six years. <laughs> and Zorana's been like, you know, the deepest part of like Brisbane. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, fighting yeah, the local like toughs Chansa. there. She just keeps watching that one scene from My Fair Lady. <laughs> she uh, studied a- under Dick Van Dyke, everybody. Lots of chocolates for me to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a better Xandar. Let me see if this is more representative of what he sounds like. Access for you. Don't speak so quickly, Brother Zartan. The Joes have a file on you a mile long. Yeah, that, they both that just is sound straight like, up British. They Still both British just fancy-ish. sound like fancy people. Yeah. And yeah. then she sounds like she is from the bowels of the Cockney places. <laughs> I love it, though. <laughs> Here's the just deal. a street I love urchin. it. Uh, well, uh, oh, d- did uh, we haven't done any of their? No, we did Zartan. We did. Uh, we've done Zartan. Zartan. We've also done Zorana. Uh, we have. Did we? Did 
did they say anything about how like they were all split up as children and then they no, run the other way? they just talk about how tough they are and huh. stuff. We'll, okay. we'll do Xandar for this one, I guess. Okay, we'll, we'll find I, out. I gotta say, she's got some. She's got a nice. She's got a nice stomach. Oh, I noticed she's at some point. Super hot. I was I like, realize she's, now. she's got some nice abs. I'd like to get her routine from her. Find out sure. what she's been doing. You guys uh, I believe talking... her routine is that she's a cartoon. Helps. Ah, okay. Uh, you guys were talking okay. last episode about how the Baroness was the clear like sex symbol of the show. Uh-huh. To me, it was always Zorana, and uh-huh. I think I found it to be just so different than the people I'm around every day. And the sure. Baroness still felt like somebody I could actually have in my sphere. Eastern and European royalty is some uh, somehow there's it's more likely to with. appear in my life uh-huh. than crazy australian anarchist saboteur <laughs> i can't i can't with, handle that zarana mullet man I'm I, can, into I, it. I can't i can't i don't know why tank girl must have been a huge <laughs> whack off situation for you I, as a child wasn't it i plead the fifth okay no no, no. As i ain't disrespecting that even a little bit all five hands of his uh, all five fingers to whack off gi <laughs> joe will return after these messages Now, back to G.I. Joe. Uh, moving forward, the uh, they decide to give the gig to Xandar because he's a boy. Yep. That's basically because Zorano does want it. Mm-hmm. And Zartan's like, what? Is, you're a lady. What do you know about computers? And Xandar. No, so Xandar. Well, no, wait, wait, no. The first time uh, Zorano isn't even around, he's just like, oh, I can do it. Okay, and then he me. does it and he fails. And mm-hmm. then Zorano's like. I feel like she did want to do it, though, but just was never given the opportunity because they kind of laugh her off when she comes back because Xandar, his big plan is I'm just going to literally walk in and walk up to the high security door and just and just try to open it. Yeah, and then creepy is... sniper dude. Oh, low light dude. Yeah, That's yeah. low light. He's terrifying. Also, that security is very lax. Like he makes it to the door. Yeah. But, he does. And, mm. and there's nothing. No alarms are going off. He yep. just climbs right over. There's just one, like two little guards that are both walking around at the same time. Yeah, like time. sci-fi and leatherneck walking around in his and bright green outfit. Snow job uh, doesn't give a sh- or doesn't iceberg. Give a sh- iceberg. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. That's yeah. About that. Because he just wants to go back to snow. Uh, he wants to go back to yeah. yeah. It's why are you even putting him up in the in the watchtower? Because he's no doing no oh, good at all. He's probably but, miserable. And then crazy ass low light. Low uh, light is is a psycho. Yeah. Like he's just like, oh, I see the invisible guy. I have yeah. my predator vision on. I am yeah. going to murder I'm him. I'm going to murder this him. This is going to be enjoyable for me. I'm looking to, forward to the episode where low light retires and he, he buys a few acres of land and then captures some humans oh, and releases them yeah. on his land and hunts them for sport. Yeah, yeah. Because he could have just pressed the button that says alarm, <laughs> but no, he's like, no, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think it's the kind of deal where, uh, unfortunately for low light, he ends up like suicide by cop. Like yeah, it ends yeah. very yeah. poorly yeah, for him. Yeah, he gets he gets all liquored up it. and ends up like shirtless, <laughs> you know, not, walking around with an assault rifle. I'm not looking forward to reading that index card because. I'm oh. sure it's like he ended up dead in a gutter. Oh, dear Lord. Mur- and I love Low Light. Like, he was my favorite character uh, besides Zorana from this entire episode. <laughs> like, uh, I, he's just, he's so scary. <laughs> he's upsetting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wouldn't want to be on guard duty with him. I could see well, why, you know, I, at first, I, uh, Iceberg was irritating me because he was doing like the Bubba Gump thing. Like, oh, I love. I love to go out to the snow, and then there's white snow, <laughs> then there's hard snow, then there's skiing Macadamia snow. Macadamia nut. He was, <laughs> he was completely freaked out by low lights. Was like, are you? 
You haven't talked in like an hour and a half, man. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah, just talk just to make it not weird. Uh, so you know what I like? Snow, the Antarctic. That's really great. I'm going to talk about what I know. Um, <laughs> the thing is, you'll learn at future episodes, they don't put low light in the guard tower with others anymore. He's just like up in a tree, just <laughs> away from everyone. And it's better for everybody yeah, on the team. That makes sense. Uh, which is pretty fantastic. So Zorana now says, look, Xander, that, that sucked. Right. You got to give me a shot now. And they kind of laugh her off. And she's like, look, all I need is a couple forged documents Mm -hmm. and a wig. And I'm in. And then the very next scene, she's in there with a bunch of forged documents wearing a wig saying her name is Carol Weedler. Carol Weedler. Uh Carol Weedler. God, the women are so much better at espionage than the men in the show. It's not even funny. She changed her whole accent. Like the Baroness (laughs) just kicked Zartan's ass. Oh, yeah. Uh, On the reg. Xandar, you know, like, I've got this. I've got a grappling hook. And then she just walks in with. Yeah, with, just, just walks right it. in the front door. Mm-hmm. Yep, and gets into the secret lab. Yep, uh, and, and mainframe's reaction. Uh, 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 do you have that little sound clip right uh, there? Actually, because this is where it starts getting a little uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Uh, before that, I yes. just want to uh, 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 mention that uh, who, who? Wait a minute, that wasn't the Who's this? Is Beachhead? Uh, Beachhead, yeah. Beachhead. Secret access only. Okay, welcome aboard, soldier. That is Hank Hill from King of the Hill. Uh, wait, really? <laughs> is this seriously? No, I just mean that, oh. that if Hank Hill were a Joe, he'd be like, all right, welcome aboard, soldier. I thought that was Mike Judge. So he's like, did Mike Judge do a voice on G.I. Joe 30 it's years possible. ago? It's possible. It's very possible. Uh, if we're talking about uh, what Joes do after the retire, obviously he retired to become a propane salesman. Beachhead, it seems almost perfect that he would work at a propane dealership. So now we just have to figure out who the other three dudes are. Because those are obviously Joes as well. I did like this episode with some of the newer characters. We really started to get like a feel for who these people are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leatherneck is kind of an asshole. Yep. Beachhead is a rules stickler, brainy Smurf type character. Mm-hmm. I feel uh, like they're all kind of assholes. Well, Lowlight is a creeper of yeah. the highest degree, and Mainframe, uh, you know, he's kind of nerdy, but he's he is probably an MRA guy. Yeah, hiding <laughs> on a Reddit forum he or has a Twitter absolutely. Twitter uh, uh, egg avatar account. Five yeah. of them set up. I can give you exhibits that. Show Show this exhibit a chan chan soundbite sit down and shut up i'll be with you when i'm good and ready uh, well oh. now i hate mainframe hi oh hi mm-hmm. the, the only thing missing from him right there are like his cartoon eyes to go oh yeah so this this goes to show that he he treats women he thinks are ugly terribly uh because like he, the only reason he changes his tune is because he's like, oh crap, she's not, she's not ugly. Oh, she's hot. Oh, I, I just assume that uh, in the manner of IT professionals the world over, he just greets everybody with like, shut up, I uh, let me do my thing first, <laughs> yeah, and I'll get to you. And then you know he saw the beautiful woman, and yes, but uh, I don't. I think didn't it. think he was necessarily rude to her right off the bat because she was a woman. I just think that's just like he's just like fuck off, I'm busy. And then I when think, he sees yeah, she's like, hot, then turn immediately it off and turn it on again. He I embarrasses think looking himself. Looking at the looking at the evidence from from the entire episode, I think he was a jerk to her because she was a woman when she came up. Wow. Okay, okay, okay. No, that's I mean, fair. Fair enough. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> I guess but I just she did, shuts but... it out. I wrote yay because she talks about harassment charges. She is having none of it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because cool, he comes in and he's just like, hey, skip the regulations. You're with me. Let's make out and stuff. Want to touch my wang? He calls it rigmarole. Not rigmarole, yeah. which is weird. I feel like that was a voice actor misread, maybe. Or I, I think it was a specific choice. I was like, uh, I feel like as a tech guy, he's like, 
I don't like all those syllables. I'm going to get rid of the inconsequential ones. <laughs> Rigmarole. This is how this is how leet speak happens. Well, that's just you get, you get rid action. of all the vowels, yeah. and you end up with you know a tumbler. Yeah. R G M R L E. Uh, so how about like uh, he's just, she she brings up the sexual harassment charges, being like, "I'm going to get HR down yeah. here immediately," oh, yeah. and he's immediately like, "Oh, you remind me of my ex wife, <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield." T- yeah, just work on the ladies. <laughs> Is that he's a like, joke, or has he already divorced a, uh, I 100% a woman? Went, I think he's already divorced oh, a woman, and he, I think he he hit her with a closed fist. Oh, whoa, Jesus, Gina. Okay, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> well, we know okay, he was in, open, open listen, palm. We open know palm. we know he was in Nam. We could maybe assume that he okay. brought back a wife with him. Whoa! And that wow. it didn't work out because she she realized when she got to America that there's like a hundred thousand guys that are better than mainframe. And he probably was very, like, not good to her. So Wow, I'll, what do you I'll, do? I'll do you ship there. her back after that? I think she's an American citizen I, now. Yeah, I don't so think that's I think how that, that works. I wouldn't be surprised you if he's got to stay a kid. married for for X amount of years, though. Oh, then, well, she wouldn't have been a dummy. She wouldn't have divorced him before then. Mm, all right. Unless there's like a kid involved, and so they work something out with the state so she could raise the kid. Oh. I'll put it out there, mainframe. Mm-hmm. Man, we're getting deep. <laughs> we are getting <laughs> deep into mainframe. I don't know if any of this is true. I just am making assumptions. Uh, yeah, and so he's just uh, he's just being uh, he's like I'm being professional. It's like no, you're being a dick. You yeah, know? like. Uh, Again, though, yeah, I, I just attribute that to his. This this is a a uh, um, a, a proto tech nerd. Yes, because uh, we the, in this day and age, their behavior is is very clear, almost stereotypically so. So, but later on, in a minute, he's going to say, "Oh, you're too you're too decent a lady to treat like that." So oh, that nice. backs up my claim that like he was like, "Oh yeah, some skank, some ugly skank is coming in here." And then he saw her and he was like, whoa, she's classy. She speaks classy. Well, I appreciated it that he at least like owned it. She was like, you were using this as an excuse to hit on me. And he was just like, okay, here's the deal. Yes, I totally was. Now do you mind? I wanted to make a pass at you. Yeah. But you're too decent a lady to treat like that. Yeah. Huh. But what's yeah. the, what's the like, next line Normally I make passes at whores. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, the next line is. Well, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. That is so sad. But then sad. he immediately responds next with, How about dinner? No <laughs> strings, no funny business, just to get to know each other better. Oh, bullshit. How about a date? <laughs> I hate that this worked. I hate that this worked. I hate that this worked. Well, okay, now hold on. Uh, we are skipping over the fact that she tries to murder him. By, okay, uh, yes, I'm uh, jumping ahead a little bit here. Knocking down a, a, a big old stack of boxes. Uh, this happened placed. before. This happened before, I think. Huh? No, it this, happened just before this, happened this thing ju- here. Th- yeah, first off, uh, harassment ends up saving the day uh, because uh, Zarana tries to kill him with the boxes. Oh, uh-huh. And, and then, then he, he ends up like diving and then saving her, saving, yeah. yes. uh-huh. which helps get yeah. a date. <laughs> yeah, basically. And I, I think that is legitimate. Uh, if your life is, if someone saves your life, you're going to soften to them. Uh, yeah, but if I came in and, and someone was like, sit down and shut up and then like sexually harass me, I'd be like, ah, I'm going to I'm going to kind of murder you with a bunch of boxes now. <laughs> so you don't even think it had to do with her mission. She was just annoyed at him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nope. Yeah, yes. I, that checks out. Uh, yes, you know, I'm, I'm seeing it. She didn't need to do it to, to get to the to get to the computer. She could have <laughs> waited for him to go to the bathroom. But instead, she was like, Ugh, this guy. And There's a lot of like this whole episode really only just wants to be about the story between mainframe and Zorana. 
and they keep having to like force in these other things about the subs and the reprogramming of the subs. And so there's a thing here about uh, erasing the recovery program, but to my knowledge, Wetsuit already erased it. I think little boys were watching this episode like Fred Savage and the Princess Bride. Ugh, kissing again. <laughs> Let's get back to the cool stuff. How about Serpentor gets so angry he turns red? Yeah. Oh, oh, can we, can we talk about that? By the way, Serpentor is wearing a fancier costume than when we last saw yes, him. Sure. So I hope that every time we see him, his, his <laughs> fancier, costume gets fancier. slightly fancier until like five episodes from now, he is weighted down in just solid gold. I thought you were going fancier as in it. He, he looks like he belongs in a Joel Schumacher film. <laughs> <laughs> Man, are those gold-plated nipples on your honor? <laughs> yeah. Silence! This I have commanded. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just—it's just this brief weird moment, and there are no animation mistakes in GI Joe. We've proven it before. Mm-hmm. So Serpentor must actually have the ability, based on anger, to just turn his gold suit red. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just like impressed. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really do a lot. He feels very wedged into this episode. Yeah. This, I know the last episode we did was absolutely a, a season one episode that they sort of reworked to be a season two episode. Mm-hmm. This one I know can't be because the main players in it, Mainframe Zorana, are both new characters. Mm-hmm. But it very yeah. much feels like an old episode that they just wedged Serpentor in for no good reason. Here's another thing, though, and this is uh, I'm absolutely loving season two because Cobra Commander has found his Still sweet sassy. spot. Uh-huh. Now he so good. he is under Serpentor's thumb and he hates it. And every <laughs> moment, as soon as he gets away from him, he is just the sassiest bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> yeah, here's the deal. Uh Angry Cobra Commander is the best Cobra Commander. I feel like Cobra Commander is going home at night and and chatting on the early iteration of the internet and just being like, oh, man, I want to bitch about my boss with some strangers. He's got a screaming pillow that he just (laughs) collapses onto his bed and just just screams into it for like 10 minutes every night. Just like, ah, I hate my boss. He's the worst. Ah. I think he goes home and he has an adult coloring book, to be honest. And oh, he just okay. colors for like an hour and mm. gets all of his stress out, has a nice cup of tea. <laughs> like an Earl Grey to calm the nerves. Yeah, maybe like a biscuit, but he only lets himself uh, have one no. because he's got to keep his sweet, sweet butt physique. Uh, it's, uh, his it, butt's it, on point this episode. Tea, I don't know if you noticed the that. The tea is sleepy time. <laughs> oh, sleepy time. Uh, did you notice, Gina, that one shot of him running back into the fire bat again? Uh, his butt was... Was on point. Oh, yeah. I I'll did say. not. Wow. Now, now I'm really feeling upset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how about they go? But they, the mainframe has the date at Joe's Diner, which is a reset from the uh, the Red Rocket Burger episode where they turned all those restaurants into eat at Joe's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so this is Joe's Diner, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of a cool little throwback to season one. And what is wrong with Leatherneck? He what? is such an asshole. What is wrong? He is exactly like you would expect. Uh, an angry seal to be. He's not a seal, though. He's a Marine. Oh, wait a minute. Wetsuit's uh, the seal, Leatherneck's the Marine, and they work together, and gotcha. they're always having that Legolas Gimli relationship. Okay. But he just comes in, and he's just like, hey, who's the hot babe, or whatever, and then uh, he says, hey, mainframe, who's the fox? There we go. And she's just like, I ain't having none of your bullshit. No. She starts throwing it at him. I kind of want all the women involved with the Joes 
to to band together and write an article about their casual sexism. <laughs> like, I want to see that expose where it's like, where are your military dollars going to sexually harass women, maybe? The seedy side of G.I. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, how about just uh, she? She gives reads him the riot act. Is like none of your bullshit. And his response is, uh, uh, "Oh, geez. yeah, yeah." Some people just can't take a compliment. No, it's not yeah. a compliment, Leatherneck. <laughs> people, if you're at home, that's not a compliment. Leatherneck <laughs> is absolutely the guy that's telling women to smile on the streets. Oh, mm. oh, a hundred percent true. And mm. I can't. I was a grown, uh, fat adult by the time I realized that was even a possibly a thing. I'd never even conceived of it before until only a few years ago. And it's like, oh, no, for decades, random men will come up to women on the street and tell them to smile. And I, I, I wish I could have seen it in my life because I could have enjoyed punching. Because <laughs> that's the most dumb thing you could possibly do. You walk around with me for like uh, a, a week of, of like going out at night and walking in front of I.O., you'll eventually hear it. Well, I just don't even understand. Like what? I don't get it. Like, it's le- because they, they think we're prettier when we smile. What the fuck does that matter to what they're doing? You know, I don't know. Here's the deal. I didn't even conceive it as a possible thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I hear Leatherneck say in, in hindsight, like, bitch can't even take a compliment. It's sort of like, it's not a compliment. If it's not something you would say to a dude, it shouldn't be something you say to a woman you don't know. Mm-hmm. Just use that as your general rule. And I think you'll be okay, guys. Although uh, the idea of uh, Leatherneck going around saying, uh, Hey, that uh, that their lifeline. He's a real fox. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't seem that far off. No, I, that is something he would say. I feel like yeah, he would be. He would be that guy. And how about okay? So they're 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 having their meet. They're sitting down to take their order at Joe's diner, and Zartan walks in as a big fat waiter. This was a good disguise <laughs> on his part. He actually did an okay job because he's got a little note to Zarana paper clipped in, being like, "Look, we need them rocket coats tonight. Yeah, we can't fuck around with this anymore. Like, quit, quit with this canoodling. Because clearly doing? isn't. Uh, she's not seducing him. She's just. She can tell because they're family." That she's mm-hmm. falling in love. Oh. And so uh, he basically gives up the game within five seconds. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, mainframe, because she, he starts talking to her like very inappropriately, and mainframe's just like, I got, I got to do this. You, you don't go out on a date and have somebody disrespect the lady and not get into right. a fight. Even if it mm-hmm. means the date's ruined and you'll never see her again, the date's ruined if you don't do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, Gina, you can back me up here. I mean, I I, I like the fact that she did something herself. Uh, correct. But I'm just saying, like, he got in on the action because you have to. Well, yeah, he was like, you shouldn't be out on this date because it's late at night, little girl. Like, mm-hmm. what is that about? Oh, unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, all the dreadnoughts start crashing in. The mm-hmm. building just completely just gets destroyed. This made me really sad. For the owner? Yeah. Because he was distraught. Restaurants are expensive as crap. Sure. Probably had just built up a clientele. Uh-huh. And he, he was probably really excited. And he was like, oh, t- going home and telling his wife, like, we'll have something to leave to little Joe Here's when he gets older. To little no, Joey. No, 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 no. If you run a bar slash diner establishment that is frequented by G.I. Joe's and you don't have Cobra insurance, that's on you, man. That's 100% on you. I 100% got the idea that he didn't have the insurance for the building. Why would you not have insurance? But why wouldn't you? You know what you are. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm not buying it. Um, and then Zartan almost—they almost give up the game. He's like, "Come on, sister, get on my uh, get on my scooter." 
Yeah. And she's like, uh, no, because I, <laughs> I can't go do the thing if I get on your scooter. <laughs> do you, you understand you how this works? <laughs> you come in here, you tell me to speed things up, and then you try and pull me out of the of mm-hmm. mission. Uh, Zartan is the worst. Uh, mentions Nam again, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, before headed to Silicon Valley. Yep. <laughs> and I don't know what half of these notes mean right now. So there we go. So they, they basically decide to go back to the building because, uh, uh, oh, there we go. So Duke comes over and he says, mainframe, we need this program now. You yeah. must do this yeah. now. And he's like, well, can it wait? I, I'm going to I'm gonna bang this chick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And du- Duke's all pissed like, he, like, where have you been? I'm like, man, my shift is over. I went home. Why are you being a dick about this? Also, at no point does Duke say like, hey, who's this? Who's this person on our base that you're walking around with? Who's should I should I know about her? Meh, meh. We've she's got, got a lot she's of got sec- papers. We got a lot of security breaches lately. People are clearly trying to break in. So who's this person? Uh, my guess is that uh, he's he's been getting into a Scarlet. She's like y'all been staring at Co- Cover Girl like uh, mm-hmm. like she's meat. I ain't having it. You you know you keep your eyes on your, your eyes on your own paper, sir. Mm-hmm. So he's probably just like like I'm not acknowledging that there's a beautiful girl here. <laughs> I am very uh, loyal and dedicated to my my girlfriend, and mm-hmm. don't, yeah, not even a thing. Makes sense to me. And so they go in to go into the top secret room. Now this is what's weird to me mm-hmm. is Beachhead says we have a top secret room yep. and we have a secret room. Yep. She's only allowed in the secret room. Yep. Yeah. You were allowed in the top secret room. Yep. But the thing that they're fixing wasn't that in the secret room because that's where they met in the first place. Well, there's the secret, there's the computer in the secret room, and then there's a computer in the top secret room. Okay, I, isn't he working on the same thing the whole time though? I mean, what am I, what am I missing here? Oh, jeez, oh, Ray, you can't tell the <laughs> difference between computers. I it's crystal not. clear to me. Oh. I mean, uh, oh dear, the like one one is obviously a top secret computer, and the other is is much more open and available to be hacked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there's, there's one is like protocols there. one is the computer that uh, uh, is in the living room, so you can check to make sure that your 12 year old kids aren't mm-hmm. watching porn or yep. being catfished it's, by yeah, it's controlled, adults. Controlled okay. access to the internet, yeah, and like that. Uh, the other one is like the one that you keep in your bedroom that you're like, okay, my kids the are adult asleep. Computer. I'm gonna ja- I'm gonna jack off now that the kids fell asleep. Yep. I've learned a lot about everyone right now. Uh, so what else are you going to put in a top secret room, Ray? What else are you going to put in the top secret room besides your porn stash? I don't know, like controls for robot squids? Sexy like robot said, squids. porn stuff. Oh, yeah, I guess that fits. Uh, Beachhead is completely right here. He's just basically like, no, she can't go in there. And Mainframe's like, she's gonna. He's like, okay. Well, I, no. I hope Mainframe never lives this down, by the way. I hope that like two episodes from now, when he's like, "All right, like let me do this thing," and they're like, "Hey, remember that time that you dated Zarana and you didn't realize it was her and to you brought be her into the top secret room?" The top well, secret a, room. A later on, Duke was like, "Yeah, we all got fooled." But more importantly, here Duke gets used uh, as as uh, the reason why he's got to get in there because he's like Duke says I got to get this shit oh, done that's ASAP. Right. That's right. And Beachhead's like, oh, Duke with his rule bending. Oh, Duke said it was okay. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. Oh okay, well you guys just go ahead yeah. then. Why not? So they do this amazing gag, uh, this sequence. It was like something out of a Mel Brooks movie yep. where he's fixing the computer and she pulls out the wrench and she's about to hit him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's that wrench I needed. Boop, boop, boop. So then they do it a second time with a screwdriver. Mm-hmm. She's about to stab him in the head. Stab him in the brutally. neck, watch him bleed out. Yep. And then yeah. he's like, oh, excellent, that screwdriver I need. And so finally she just gets pissed off. So she goes to strangle him. And he turns around. He's like, oh, she's down to fuck right now. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> 
let's just do some making out. She's like, let's get the lights. And he's like, okay. It's time to do some boning in the mainframe with mainframe. Yeah. If I had a nickel for every time I was mid-strangle of a guy and he thought I was attempting to kiss him, I would be super rich. <laughs> uh, but then she tasers him. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, and I wrote good, good. I didn't want her to get distracted from a mission. I didn't want her to go all like stereotypical cartoon lady and be like, oh, God, I'm in love. I'm not going to electrocute him now. No, she straight up tasers the fuck out Did of him. Did anybody knows how huge her hands are in that one shot? <laughs> mainframe, no. like, she, her She's hands just get hands. near her, her, her uh, frames down and her hands get near his face and they're just gigantic. Well, she kisses her, her, her two fingers and puts it on his lips, mm-hmm. which is like the hottest thing you could do. Yep. Uh, and then she's just like, okay, and she, she hijacks the computer, controls yep. on the robot squids, mm-hmm. and then, of course, the dreadnoks just crash in through the wall, because that's just what they the, do. The, they're uh-huh. the Kool-Aid man for some reason. <laughs> and they, Which and they, they hop could have on. literally done at any point, instead of sending her to do this. Really? I mean, I mean, it would have raised some alarms, but yes, I mean... Uh, <laughs> yeah, depending on how fast you can reprogram, that probably isn't the... Uh, First order. I assume it took her a minute or two to put that thing mm-hmm. together, but yeah. uh, they throw a bomb on Mainframe's chest and it's like, Ooh. you know, your boyfriend's about to get blown up. Ouch. And then they, they, they run over Beachhead, who's standing in the way of their exit <laughs> route, straight out just like vehicular homicide him. Yep. Like that dude, we, do we see him again in the episode? Because I think he broke like half his bones. <laughs> like they just run him straight up over. Uh, which is amazing. But then Zorana tasers Zartan, mm-hmm. comes mm-hmm. back and saves. Yeah, there's no reason to be calling ladies Delilah. That's rude. That was a little rough right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she saves him mm-hmm. and then uh, pretends to get blown up. Mm-hmm. And then she's sort of like, you know, hey, mainframe, I'm actually Zorana. I'm still totally into you. I'm not mm-hmm. blown up either. I didn't get blown up I didn't get either. blown up. I'm totally down to bang. Like this is I understand this is a bad time. <laughs> you gotta believe somewhere in their mainframes like, can we still make it happen? <laughs> yeah, he's like quick finger blast. Oh my goodness. The name's Zorana, not Carol. Wait a minute. You zapped me. Is I mean that well, is, well, what else would it be? That is that is a mute cute. Uh, from a Richard Curtis movie, <laughs> if I've ever seen one, <laughs> you zapped me. I gotta say, Carol was a lot more attractive to me, in my opinion, than Zorana. Oh, you like the girl next door thing? I That's just yeah, Zorana has some severe features. Like I she's like got it. a she's got a thick a thick mm. thick uh, nice uh, cheekbones. She's got no, she's got like mm. a very defined jaw, like Big a man, man hand jaw, man hands, into it, short mullet, man hair, awesome. pink mullet. Was like, She's what if she really took tall? off that mask and he was like, oh, you know what? Ah, no chance. Like, maybe no. maybe we could go out another time, but like, it, you would have to wear the mask. Oh, Can you dress as Carol for our no. date? Mainframe's the kind of guy who can see into a woman's soul. <laughs> apparently, he loves her for who she is. Apparently not, not because he completely got it wrong the first time. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So the, the program ends up working, uh, they think. Mainframe's, because uh, all he had to do to, was like literal 30 seconds of twisting with a wrench and the thing was fixed. Mm-hmm. How that rewrote the program. I'm not really clear on right mm. now, but they they're like, oh cool, it's it's bringing the the satellite back, yay! Oh no, it's attacking the show ship now instead. <laughs> oh, and we end up with a really cool battle of the Cobra to end this. You need a battle. Yeah. So you have the giant Cobra airship uh, coming and attacking the USS Flag, or what I assume is the flag, uh, which is I just wrote down here. That's cool. 
Like to have this battle between like missiles and flying and bomber runs and shooting up and then I loved it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the day, they get the antimatter aboard the Cobra ship, but it gets messed up and it blows up because it's, you know, as Chan said, antimatter. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. And then the airship crashes into the U.S.'s flag. Right into it. Oh, yeah. my goodness. You got the entire ocean to, uh, to land it, but now they managed to smack it right into the carrier. If you're going to go down, take something with you. Yep. Right? So mm-hmm. at the so this whole giant explosion happens. Everybody apparently survives, which seems unlikely. Yeah. Massive explosion. And then we just cut back to uh, Zorana around the campfire, mm-hmm. kind of off by herself, and all the Dreadnoughts and Zartan and Xander are making fun of her. Like, like, yeah, There's- you want to have sex. You like <laughs> boys. Yeah. Why don't you? Who do you want a married with a nuclear family and a white picket fence? Ha ha ha. And I love her response to this, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. She 100%. Doesn't, doesn't say a goddamn thing. She just pulls out her gun and just starts shooting at them. <laughs> yeah. I, I also, did you guys notice there was a 5 moment there at the end when they like did yes. split screen? I expected yep. them to start singing somewhere out there. Uh, if you didn't fall in love with these two falling in love, <laughs> I don't even understand I mean, you you have no heart. I loved it. It was beautiful. I'm down you, I'm z- the little boys were probably super grossed out. Oh no, no. At the if I had wa- uh, uh, if I had seen this, I don't recall if I had if I did see this episode. But I would been one. It would have been. It would have stirred up feelings in me that I wouldn't have been uh, aware of. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Am I a romantic? Yeah. I think it might be. It was basically a romantic comedy, if you think about mm-hmm. it, at the end of the day. Yeah. Yep. Star-crossed lovers. They get off on the complete wrong like foot. They try to kill each other a few times. Yeah. I am writing this screenplay. <laughs> in five years, if neither one of us is dead or in jail, let's meet at the top of the Empire State Building. <laughs> if both of us manage to parachute out of our planes when they're destroyed for five years. Oh, my goodness. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. Computer uh, complications. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gina, I got to ask the question. Did we pass the Bechtel test? We did not. Oh. There was Ouch. not even a single other woman in this I was episode. Like, it's just Serana, it isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of even in the, in the, in the restaurant. No, nowhere. No, no. There was a waitress, but she didn't talk. Yeah. I don't even remember the waitress. I was hoping that the server would come up and would at least be a woman because then she could be like, can I take your order? But then, you know. But Zartan. it ended up being Zartan. Uh-huh. That yep. didn't work. No. Mm-hmm. But okay, well, fair enough right there. So guys, uh, uh, Hit us up. There's the end of the episode. So get us some of the social medias. Go to facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. You can hit us up on Twitter at GI Joe podcast. If you haven't checked it out already, Amazon Kindle worlds, Buzz Dixon's the most dangerous man in the world is a book you should totally go get. It's the mm-hmm. new GI Joe novel. Yes. That he's written about coming from a lost uh, uh, GI Joe episode. Buzz was nice enough to uh, uh, send us uh, copies of the book and I bought it. Anyway, thank you. I bought it regardless. That's the kind really, of super you really fan spun that. You really spun that mistake that you made into a, How dare you? a positive PR I am thing. supporting artists <laughs> who deserve support. This man has given me such joy for my childhood. I feel only right that a simple three ninety nine to repay him. Uh, use our Amazon. Use the Amazon. Yeah, why don't we actually... We actually have an Amazon link. Oh, gosh, I forgot about that. We can use. Yeah, guys, uh, Chan, can you explain this to the people at home? Because I'm dumb. Yeah, it's one of those Amazon links. It's on our uh, page at Boardwalk Audio. Uh, you click on it, and then you just shop normally, and uh, we get a little cut of that. We get, we get a cut of it. You're literally, yeah. you don't get charged anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's literally what? just helping the show to buy stuff on Amazon you're going to buy anyway. Yeah. I used to buy stuff on Amazon all the time. Well, then you should be doing this with the thing. So that we can get money back. Gina. 
come on now. We've been doing this thing for a year. We haven't made dime one off of this thing. Go to Amazon and buy stuff through there so that we can make money. Cha-ching. How do I get to this link? Go it's to boardwalkaudio.com, uh, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Okay. Boom. There it is. Boom. And you guys at home, do it too, man. If you're going to buy something on Amazon anyway, I mean, why not? Help us out, man. Just think of us next time you're on Amazon and be like, oh, I got to do that thing. Yeah. Help us out. Help buzz out. Help uh, help yourself out. Oh, very help nice. yourself out. There you go. So cool, guys. Uh, you can do some individual. Oh, go to iTunes and give us five stars as well. Uh, we have unlocked the achievement of me dressed as Sergeant Slaughter for this uh, Halloween, so I'm looking forward to that. If we can get to 40 or 50, we got Chan as Dr. Mindbender and Gina as the Baroness, and we would like to do these things, and we got about a month to go. So uh, uh, get your friends to do it. You know, Help us out, man. Spread the word, and we want those uh, iTunes reviews. Yeah. You're just helping out you know, great people. Like knowing it's half the podcast. You can hit me up individually on Twitter. I am at Almighty Ray. I'm at 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And we'll be back on uh, Wednesday with another episode of Know Your Joe, where we're going to learn about, you know, somebody. Till then, I say, somewhere out there. <laughs> Jan, you got to harmonize with him. Beneath the pale moonlight. <laughs> we are the worst singers in the world. Someone's thinking of me and loving me. Laughing tonight? I thought it was and missing me tonight. I thought it was and loving me tonight. I'm going to level with you all. I was just doing that so I could uh, uh, find this clip. I was stretching it out. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and that's our walk off. Good night, everybody. Hello, dear listeners. Do you enjoy playing video games with your best friends? Then I have the pod for you. I'm Philip, host of The Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Each week, my co-host Nave and I break down a cooperative experience in gaming, and we are always looking for new co-op partners to join us. So come play with us on The Gaming Together podcast. So I'm standing over this toilet taking a piss, and I'm playing my Pokemon and I dropped it in the toilet. I remember the Game Boy just tumbling in the water. And I remember screaming for my mom, trying to get this Game Boy Wait, how old are you? And she yelled at me. She yelled at me. And oh I was my just, god. Like, traumatized. I was like, no, my, my Pokemon. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Come on down, co-op partners.